Welcome in to another episode of We're Talking. Tonight we're talking whiskey and music again uh, with Danny Reed in uh, Statesboro, Georgia. Georgia? Is that a Georgia? Is that a real word? I think I might have been drinking whiskey already. And Jay Walker here in Lafayette, Louisiana with me. Uh, Jay, Danny, tonight we're doing one hit wonders. It can be Love them, leave them, hate them, you know, whatever it is. Uh, but as we're talking music, let's go ahead and start sipping on our first uh, whiskey here. Uh, I don't know. Uh, they're not all bourbons. I know. I rem- I do know that. I don't remember which order I poured them in because I poured them last night, put the caps on them. And obviously the ones I sent to Danny, I do know what they all have in common, but they're different. So, but um I'm going to go ahead and start this one out because the one hit wonder to me uh, is just Billy Paul's Me and Mrs. Jones. It's on my list of, uh, of, of songs that I think most people would agree were, were great one hit wonders. Billy Paul, Me and Mrs. Jones, is, I have it on my list as well. You know, from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, uh, Billy was influenced by Ella Fitzgerald and N- Nina Simone and Johnny Mathis and was part of the Philadelphia sound that influenced uh, guys like Hall and Oates, the OJs, Tenny Pendergrass, Patti LaBelle, MFSB, and more. So, I mean, I just, I've always had a very soft spot coming away from the Motown sound to that Philadelphia sound mainly because of the horns. So, yeah, I also, I also think that, um, God, that song is so well-written and so well-sung. I mean, it's just, it's just a great song. Great song. Danny, what do you think? Any thoughts on me and Mrs. Jones there? I was just singing it out as I was getting out of the car the other day. That's really weird. It's funny how things come around to us and what we're thinking about sometimes, how it pops up. And sometimes I really feel like when that song gets in your head and you get into the car and then like three songs later, it's playing. You're going like, you know, is the radio DJ in my head? Yeah. So, Danny, go ahead with your first one hit wonder there. Uh, this is one I've known for a while and you bo- you'll both know it, but I always smile when it comes on just because it reminds me of being in Charleston, but uh, she's a beauty by the tubes. Ooh, ah, what a million girl good I song. song i love good that. song good song any idea where that band was from though i mean uh or were, were they part of that second british invasion were they the the I, tubes it's interesting because when when she's a beauty came out it had been years since we had heard from the tubes and and they had had a a, a song or an album called white punks on dope and that's kind of what they were most known for. And then they come out with a, a mainstream rock or mainstream rock song and she's a beauty. Uh, it's, that's a great choice, Danny. San Francisco bass band. That's right. Okay. But that, that again was the, the based off of that. Uh, as you know, I, I'm in which I should have finished by now, but I'm reading Billy Idol's uh, autobiography in Talks, talks about the punk scene and everything and the difference between the United States and Britain and all that and how even it was different from going from New York to California 
So it's just an amazing piece of history that Billy Idol lived through. And I'm, I'm a big fan of his music, but I'm even bigger fan of him now as, as a, uh, uh, some of the stuff that he, he went through with everything. So Jay, what is your first one hit wonder there? Um, the first one that I'm going to mention, I mean, cause I, I put them on my list in no particular order. Yep. Okay. Um, because of recent events, satellite radio has been playing this song a lot. Okay. And you know, I, I, it almost gives me chills every time I hear it. Sinead O'Connor, nothing compares to you. The Prince song. What a great, great song that is. But, but you know, it was, it's one of the things I, I didn't have it on my list. And then I went to look it up to make sure. And I was shocked because on, on several of my playlists, I have about, 10 of her songs and i just never realized that was her only hit her only hit and it was the number one hit and and and, and it don't take this the wrong way but it surprised me it made your list oh really wow i don't i, no, I don't I, know why i have always loved that song yeah i have um, and and then you know i forgot about it for a lot of years but then you know, when when the news came that she had passed, you started hearing it again. You could, damn, this is a good song. So she tells a funny story about how she was out in, uh, I think, Los Angeles, and she's with Prince, and Prince, Prince is trying to, I'll use the word, hit on her, and not punch, but she basically beat up Prince to get away from him because she wanted nothing to do with Prince. She didn't supposedly Prince was pissed off because she didn't ask permission to use his song. Wow. So, and if you've got the there's a Prince album called um it's 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 a vinyl that was released after his death of all of his songs like Sheila E's The Glamorous Life, right? Uh uh The Times, uh, Gigolos Get Lonely Too, but it's all the songs that he gave to other artists that he recorded and a lot of them were uh, demos but they were still unbelievable unbelievable a lot of people don't remember that prince wrote manic monday for the yes. Bengals. yep so danny uh sorry there we we went off on a little tangent here just the two of us chatting and uh any any thoughts on Sinead o'connor or nothing compares to you i did not realize that that was a one-hit wonder as well I thought she had a lot more than that. And not to take it a certain way, but growing up in the era that I did, my main memory of Sinead O'Connor is Saturday Night Live. Yep. It's just, and you hate that that's what it is, but that's just, that's the first thing that pops into my head. Well, and you know what? That ruined her mainstream career, okay? She continued to have a, a great cult following, but it's one of the reasons why she never had another hit record. Yeah, it, it's uh, I, I've I've watched uh, a, a lot of videos and interviews with her, and I did not realize I didn't I didn't see the whole Saturday Night Live thing. I heard the controversy, didn't realize what it was in protest of, but it was a, about uh, child abuse in the Catholic Church, in which she was at for that part of it, she was way ahead of her time, and. Uh, from Dublin, Ireland, uh, you know, you've got 
basically Ireland is Catholic, which is Ireland, and then the Republic of Ireland, which is part of Great Britain, the Protestants, which I never understood the whole war thing there until recently as well. So, but that's for another time. Uh, your guys' thoughts, uh, Jay, on on the first one there. Um, you know, I think I like this better than any of the three that we drank the last time, which were all Maker's Mark, yep. uh, right? Um, maybe because this seems to have a lower proof and it's easier to drink for me. Um, but I, I, I like it. I like it. Danny? Got a little spice on the back oh. end for me, you know? I felt, I felt the same thing. I love the smell. I think the smell is just, I can smell that thing all day. I'm, I, I love the smoke, the char, and I get a little cherry on the smell. Oh. I I, I, I can get a little bit of that. Okay. And uh, if I remember correctly, these, this, the, this is a lower proof. Um, and I do understand because there, there are times, um, especially for a lot of us that, I guess, grew up drinking beer, we're used to not guzzling necessarily, but you take a big gulp and you can't do that with a higher proof bourbon or whiskey. You gotta, you gotta learn to, to sip or next thing, you know, you're, you're, you're calling and you're following, falling into the Hampton Inn instead of walking into the Hampton Inn. Colin's not listening, so we can talk about him. So, but um, we'll go ahead and start sipping on number two while we, uh, and while we go, but man, I, I'm hard. I'm, I'm glad you brought up Sinead O'Connor because I felt bad that I had left her off the list. And at the same time, I was like, well, I've got too many of these I want to talk about. Um, and for me, uh, uh, the next one is, I think, uh, one of the most influential American bands uh, of rock and roll, I'll say, uh, maybe ever, in my opinion, in its, uh, for what it's worth, Buffalo Springfield. And I just, you know, although formed in L.A., Neil Young was from uh, Canada, you know, but they went on, you know, you, you got... Crosby, Stills, and Nash, Loggins, and Messina, Poco, Southern Hillman, Fury Brand, Young, uh, Young and Bruce. Okay. Uh, it's just, you know. I don't consider that to be a one-hit wonder. I but, but Rock and Roll Woman, same album. Um, was, I, was, shoot. But, now, it may not have hit the chart number you know, to technically make it not a one-hit wonder, but Rock and Roll Woman got a lot of top forty airplay. Oh, I agree with that. That in uh, Mr. Soul Man, which is an absolute yeah, but Mr. Soul. Well, Man but you is have not to a song that even that even registers to me. Rock and Roll oh. Woman was to me it was almost as big as for what it's worth. Yeah, but 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 I'm not, but 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 here, I think a lot of it too, which I had I struggle with, is that. Uh, you know, growing up listening to a lot of uh, album-oriented radio. Sure. So you don't and realize... I, and I worked in album-oriented yeah. radio. Danny, do you know the song while we're both typing on our computer here? 
The only Buffalo Springfield song I know is In My Room. What? In My Room. That's the Beach Boys. Okay, I, I didn't realize, I didn't know who did the original. That that would okay, I've heard theirs too, but I didn't know who did the original. So Rock and Roll Woman only got to number 44. Okay. All right. There you go. So no, I did look it up because I, I was curious no, about fine. it too. That's fine. I and and you know what? That does go back to the fact that when I worked in album oriented rock, rock and roll woman was in pretty heavy oldies rotation at the time. So yeah, I get it. I get it. And 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 to your point, uh Mr. Soul was the back, the B side of Bluebird that they did. So oh, I, shoot, that's another another really good song. It, it's like Sinead O'Connor. You know, you had a whole bunch of songs you knew, but she only had one hit, Buffalo Springfield Saint. And, and, and that's what kind of, you know, I looked it up because I'm like, okay, I know for what it's worth. And, and to me, it, it was the predecessor maybe to Ohio by Neil Young. Because you, it talks about, you know, there's something happened here. There's a man with a gun over there. And then you get into Ohio with, you know, wh yeah. which are years apart. Don't get sure. me wrong. Well, not that many years. It's like three. What? Buffalo Springfield, for what it's worth, was in six. Well, late 66, 66 early 67. Ohio was in late 70, early 71. Okay. Well, it was that early. Okay. But, you know, but, you know, 10 soldiers and Nixon's coming in. You know, it's a, they're both about that same type yeah. of. You're absolutely right. But you know, I, I, in which, which is not a one-hit wonder, but Ohio is just an amazing song that, you know, uh, uh, David Crosby said when Neil Young sang it to him on the demo, he just started crying. It's uh, such an angry song. It is. Okay. So uh, Jay, uh, Danny's going to nod his head on this one. Uh, I don't know that if we started to rank the the biggest one-hit wonders of all time, if this song would be on it. But it's definitely in my top 10 of all time. Um, a a three-person group from out of England, a, a woman and, and two men, singing about something that nobody knew anything about. We just knew that we liked the song. The oh, Dream Academy, Life in a Northern Town, yeah. which was a huge record in 1985. And it, it, Danny and I have actually talked about this song before because we talked about the fact that Sugarland Little Big Town have got um, uh, a version of it. But there are a lot of folks to this day that song comes up. Oh, I love that song. What is it? And what's it about? We just knew we liked the song. Danny, your next uh, foray, forte into the one hit world. Uh, Dexy's Midnight Runner. Come on, come on, Eileen. You know, it, it's funny because I saw that and it pops That's, up on my list. Yeah, but that is on that is on my take it or leave it list. Either you love it or you hate it. We know I know two people named Eileen who absolutely hate that song. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's there's there's um, I don't think there's any middle ground on that song. Well, it's it's kind of like though, uh, in some ways, for women of that age with Mustang Sally that were named Sally. Right. Oh, I know right. a bunch of Sallys that hated that song. So, but it, it's a, uh, come on, Eileen. Uh, that was one I left off my list because uh, most of them are mine or for whatever reason are from the 70s. Um, and, and just a little, uh, 
a little bit there. But uh, you know, when when I when I I meant to mention one hit wonders and and some of them, which I'm sure we'll get into at some point, are you wonder what the idea was making that song was and how it got to be a hit to begin with. So uh, number two, have you been sipped on number two? I see your cup. No, I, I have not. All right, well, let's do another song then while we're waiting for Jay to chase his. And Danny's going like, you got boys need to catch up. I'm almost done. Um, I'm, I'm going to go with uh, Giving It Up For Your Love by Delbert McClinton, who I was shocked. It peaked at number eight was uh was his only hit yeah now say and, and you know why because delbert mcclinton used to play in this area a lot well you know i so delbert mcclinton backed up sunny boy williams howlin wolf lightning hopkins and jimmy reed he played harmonica on bruce chanel's hey baby and then gave harmonica lessons to john lennon which you hear on love me do but now he did have some hits with uh, as a duet with Tanya Tucker and Bonnie Raitt and Emmy Lou Harris. So, but as a as a solo artist, that was his only uh, top ten. And I absolutely love his album "Never Been Rocked Enough." Uh, is just an amazing uh, uh, album to me. It's got a song uh, song or two on there by John Hyatt. It's just it's 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 good. I'm not even calling Southern because I can't call Texas rock Southern for some reason. I understand. So, Danny? Since we were just up there not too long ago, and we heard this song at the start of the fourth quarter, Jump Around, House of Pain. Also on my love it and hate it list. You know, I, we're going to have to do another one that does like worse and, and love it or love it and hate it or, you know, like, or get, I, instead of love it or hate I prefer guilty pleasure. Uh, okay. I yeah. mean, you know, because yeah. it's something. Because that, if you do like it, it is kind of, and I told you the last time we did one of these things that safety dance men without hats yeah. is an absolute guilty pleasure of mine. And I know a lot of people have probably heard me say that and said, are you out of your freaking mind? That's horrible. And I'm brought up Rock Me Amadeus. So. Well, and there you go. So, uh, Jay, have you gone again since? No, we and you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do, I'm just going to mention two of them briefly because yep. if you go to people and say, what's the best one hit wonder ever? Me and Mrs. Jones. <laughs> One generation, those that really were into it in the 70s, are probably going to say Brandy by Looking Glass. Oh, I, I. Okay. Yes. Those who are a little bit younger are going to insist it's Aha, Take On Me. Both of those songs are great. I'm not going to say one's better than the other. I'm just saying that if you ask people what the greatest one is, a lot of them are going to mention one or the other. Danny, your thoughts on those two th songs there? Aha is the only one I really know. I don't know the other one. Okay. Uh, I, 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 Aha was one that I, I looked at. I said no because I thought it was fine, but I didn't think it was all that in a box of cookies. But Brandy is one that never came up on my radar, although most of these on my list here are from that same era. So... Um, 
All right. So thoughts on number two. Have you had? Yeah, I have. And I was very surprised at what I got. It, it, uh, it was just so totally different than the first one. And I, I just, I like the aroma and the, I have a tendency when it comes to whiskey that if something almost has a little bit of a, a dry leather type that I really like, and that's what this is with me. Okay. Danny? I didn't get a ton smelling it, but one thing I did notice is that it's a lot thicker than seven. Yeah, it, it, it really is. And I'm, and again, I don't, I know what they are, but I don't know what order they're in. And I kind of feel that too. It, it does feel a little heavier, but I do understand what you're, what you're saying about that, that leather tobacco-y. Yeah. Not quite smoky, but you yeah, know, exactly. You know, it's kind of like you're smelling a cigar in the humidor, but not smoking the cigar. That's a good point. So, uh, but yes, uh, I feel a little heavier on the chest too. So, and that could be part of all that. Um, uh, you know, this next song, since we're talking guilty pleasures, sure, as such, um, blue suede. Hooked on a feeling. It, it is also on my guilty pleasure list. Luca, chaka, Luca, whatever. Look, either you listen to that and you go, okay, this is a really different kind of remake of the BJ Thomas song. Yep. Uh, because not only is it the Luca chaka, but it's more of a rocker than, yeah. than the original. And, you know, BJ Thomas was an incredibly popular artist in this part of the country. And for a lot of folks, Uka Chaka was a, is a sacrilege. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I kind of like it. Danny, do you know what we're talking about there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm just. Good. Any thoughts on the song? Like it? Dislike it? Hate it? Love it? Take it? Could really care it. less? I hear it every now and then. It's just one of those that's. you hear, That's why I've heard a ton of ah. I never know who wrote it, but it's. You, everybody. I, just, I mean, when, when they get to that chorus line, if you're in the car by yourself, you know, you're just belting out. I'm hooked on a feeling and just, but you know, so, uh, uh, oh, wrong point. Right. So Bjorn Skiff was the lead singer of, of the band. They're from Sweden. And he does the voice of Woody in Toy Story 1 and 2, the Swedish version. All right. So there's your, uh, now, there's your worthless trivia for the night. Now, they did have a follow-up single, okay, which was another remake that was much more up-tempo than the original. It was a remake of the association's Never My Love. Yes. And it and it Uka Chaka in it also. Yeah, the, the, the I I saw that and it was and I'm going like, okay, it's kind of a hit, but it really no, wasn't. it no, it really wasn't. Yeah, it, it, it's you know, if uh rock and roll woman wasn't a hit, then trust me, never my love wasn't either. <laughs> Uh, Jay, let me let me let me do a terrible tune because we're, we're right. talking about songs that are either guilty pleasures or great or universally accepted as great songs. Lamal, a um, had a, a a semi hit record of the title song of a movie that was made. He was also the lead singer of this group. 
And God, can I tell you how much I hate this song? Well, you're about to. I hope so. That's why we're here. Okay. The group is Kaja Gugu. Oh, I call them Kaka Poo Poo. And, and the song is Too Shy. Yes. God, what a horrible song. Or it was, it was a huge hit. It was a horrible song. My brother's wife's dog was named was Kaga Kaja Kaga yeah yeah, yeah. Kaja Gugu yeah I hate that dog uh, Kaka Poo Poo yeah Danny any thoughts never heard that one too shy to shy you don't want to hear me sing so all right now everybody agrees with that Danny go ahead what's your next uh, what's your next one. I've got two that came out in 1989. One, because it's from a group that is from right around where I'm from in Western Ford, Lona Coding, Maryland, Kicks. Don't close your eyes. Ooh. Ooh. That's not the same song by uh, Keith Whitley. Don't close your eyes. I'm not sure. Okay. I'm going to have to look that up now. And the other one is Alana Miles' Black Velvet. Ah, oh yes, love yes. It, it. Didn't it? Didn't make my list, but I had it written down. Alana Miles' Black Velvet, and interesting because country music had somebody else sing it, had a hit record with it, but Alana Miles, ooh, yeah, ooh, and 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 on top of that, she was really hot. That that gets turned up every time it's on. Uh huh. So, Danny, have you started on number three yet? No, not number three. I'm... All right, that's fine. I mean, you don't have to kill that one. See, I haven't, I haven't finished either one of the first two. Well, no, that's I go back and kind of compare them all, but we've gone through this. But do you? All right. So, since you haven't, I, I just, I'm still kind of sipping on two, but uh, maybe a little bit of three. But since we've got a lot of music here, let's talk some more. Um. To me, one of the the, the great storytellers uh, is uh, Al Stewart, You're the Cat, mm -hmm. and all that. And but he's had more than one hit. Right. But this is another song here. It's kind of it's autobiographical, autobiographical, autobiographical. Yeah, that uh, walking in Memphis, Mark Cohn, uh, on my list from Cleveland, and. Is a Jewish kid from Cleveland, but he really was in Memphis. And the only reason I say he's Jewish is because in the song, is. well, because the song says, you know, he goes, "Do you tell, tell me, are you a Christian, Christian child, ma'am? I am tonight." Exactly, because I mean, but he was sitting in, in the restaurant uh, in, in Memphis. It's a great song. I mean. If anybody disagrees with me, you you can you well, can, but you're wrong. Well, you know what Steve used to say, Steve Pelican used to say that you can go ahead and disagree with me, but if you do, you're wrong. No, you're right. You know, walking in Memphis, I think, is a um is an iconic song. A lot of people don't remember this or know this. Mark Cohn used to be married to Elizabeth Vargas, who was an anchor on 2020 for ABC. I did not know that. Um, and, you know, unfortunately for, for, for that marriage, Elizabeth Vargas had some um, alcohol issues, which, you know, probably helped the, the disintegration of the marriage. But yeah, that's who he was married to. Danny, your thoughts on the song there? Everybody's heard Walking in Memphis. 
Yeah, but and nobody and and, and no, nobody do dis- and, and nobody doesn't like it. Okay. Do you dislike it, then? No, no, not at okay. all. Okay. All right. Because uh, with with our fortune of having Ark State in the league, when you travel there, if you fly and you're staying in Memphis, so when you're on Beale Street, somebody is bound to sing walking in Memphis. It's just gonna happen. You know, when we play Arkansas State, we we stay in Memphis. And can I tell you that when I got to the hotel and, and walked out, that, that song comes through my head every time. Yeah, it's got to. Uh, Jay, your next one. Um, okay, I, I didn't. You guys had some guilty pleasures that are on, on my list. This is a song that I hated when it came out. And I have come to appreciate as I've gotten older. But I couldn't stand it when it was getting a lot of airplay. Mrs. Paul Simon. Oh, Edie Burkell and the New Bohemians. Edie Burkell and the New Bohemians. What I am. What I am. I hated that tune. And now when I hear it, I turn the radio up. It's an awesome tune. She wasn't married to Paul back then. Right. So... Maybe that's why I like it now because she is. But no, yeah, but I, I I hated it, and now now I I really enjoy listening. All robbing the cradle a little bit there. Yeah, a little bit. So, Danny, your thoughts on the song there? Anything? That was actually the song that I was going to say. Is that right? <laughs> I knew to come to you first. I thought I start coming to you first before I go to him because MTV was still playing M. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. That that's a whole different world we're in now. Now with with that, so uh, what's your next song there, Danny? You got another one? I'll lighten it up, Bobby McFerrin. Don't worry, be happy. Now that is a that is that's a guilty pleasure on the cusp of being a terrible tune. Oh, <laughs> I think it's a, it's a terrible song. It's it is. Song. It is, but there there's something. Up- there are also a lot of people that turn the radio up every time it comes on. I am not one of them. I, I will am, change. I am not either. But you know anything about Bobby McFerrin there, Danny? Uh, not, not, not a ton. Okay, I don't either. That's why I was asking. So have have we all started on number three yet? Jay's still sipping on number two. Okay, I'll go to number go, three. I'll go to number three. But I just sw- took a swallow in number two. So. All right. Well, we're all right. Well, well, while we're working on number two. Uh, uh let's see here where do i want to go i did that did that now this this is kind of really this since we're on on the cusp of terrible tunes almost but guilty pleasures i'm gonna go with afternoon delight by the starland vocal band it's on my terrible tune list so (laughs) i I love that song it's got to be one of the few rock and roll hits that have a xylophone I mean, the band's out of uh, Washington D.C. The, the 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 afternoon delight was actually part of the menu on a happy hour menu, and his girlfriend at the time was going through some issues, and he said, "I didn't want to write an all-out sex song. I just wanted to write something that was fun and hidden of sex." Well, and he did a good it. job. That'll do it. Yeah, absolutely. Danny, you familiar with the song, I'm sure. I hope. I'm familiar with the song. But, that, I mean, it's a xylophone. I mean, how can you not like a xylophone? 
two movies that popularized that song. Really? What? Well, Anchorman, most recently, well, not recently, but 20 years ago. Okay. I and, did not know that. And PCU. PCU. Which was, which was the movie that old school sampled because Jeremy Piven's in both movies. Okay. And we could we could go through movie soundtracks. It'd be a whole nother time there. Yeah, it would. Yeah, so Jay or no Danny first before you before you steal uh, Danny's thunder there. That's okay. He could steal my thunder if he wants to. Jay, just because I love music so much, over the last decade on my Facebook page. I've counted down my favorite songs of the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and 2000s. I've also done 60s and 70s, 100 terrible tunes, 80s and 90s, 100 terrible tunes. This song in the 80s and 90s was number one on my list of terrible tunes. For me, it might be the worst song ever recorded. Now, I, I I throw away novelty songs like Disco Duck and Tiptoe Through the Tulips and stuff like that. This woman was actually sincere about this song. And it, when it was released, it didn't do anything. And then Scott Shannon, who actually um, succeeded Casey Kasem on American Top 40, his girlfriend or his wife or something asked him to play the song. And then all of a sudden the song took off and became a hit. Now there are two versions of the song. One of them is just singing. And then the other one she sings. And then there's a little bridge where she talks and then starts singing again. Charlene. I've never been to me. I have no idea what the hell that means to start with. I know she's been undressed by kings, okay? And it all comes, oh, it's that little baby you're holding. I I, I, I want to vomit every time I hear that song. Danny's like, I don't remember. I do remember the song, but it was really that late? Was What year was that? Uh, 1993, I think. Really? Yeah. I'd have to hear it. You don't want to, trust me. Hear, but I'd have to hear it. Danny, you, do you have another one that you'd like to share? Well, I, I can't say it too loud in Statesboro for certain reasons, but Krista Bird, Lady in Red. Now, what? what, what? Red. <laughs> we don't use the color. We don't wear it. We don't even say it down here. Okay, I thought maybe Krista Bird was from Atlanta or something. Uh, no, 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 no. Anything red because it has to do with Georgia. No bueno. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. You know, Krista Berg had a great album-oriented rock hit Don't. with a song called Don't Pay the Ferryman, which was, but it wasn't, it wasn't a mainstream hit record. But you're right, Krista Berg, man. Lady in Red is an awesome song. I mean, I, and when yeah, I was, I love it. Yeah. But I was, it was a little bit overplayed when I was DJing for weddings and stuff like that. I like Lady in Red. All right. Number three, Danny, what's your thoughts? What's your prayers? Thoughts, comments, questions, concerns. Yes. 
this probably has the the biggest bite up top. Really? Okay. For me, this is just okay. I, my, the the first one is definitely my favorite. <clears throat> it just in order one, two, then three. This one's just okay for me, but it 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 hits a little bit up top, but not not a whole lot on the back end. I'm 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 with him. I I don't go one two three. I go two one three. But yeah, this is my least favorite of the three. Okay, I, I find it right in between the 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 two the first two. So as far as uh, taste and and bite, uh, it's very uh, not a whole lot of nose there or anything like that. So it, it's very interesting to me. So. Let's get another round in before we sign off, if you guys don't mind. Uh, because, well, I, I, and and then we can kind of go through maybe just mention some other honorable mention ones that we hadn't uh, talked about. But uh, Blues Image, Ride Captain Ride. Oh, great song. Yeah. Great song. Didn't make my top 10, but it, that great song. It, it reminds me of always uh, uh, Grand Funk's uh, I'm Your Captain. Right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, just that whole sailing, you know, yeah. type of deal there. Seventy-three men sailed up from the San Francisco, Francisco Bay. So, I mean, but Blues Image Ride Captain Ride bams out of uh, Tampa, Florida, which uh, is kind of crazy because everybody thought they were from San Francisco. Yeah, and then then you got uh, lead singer goes on to play with uh, Iron Butterfly, not in a Gata Devita, but different. And then the drummer goes on to play with the Birds, Crosby, Stills, and Ash and Young. Um, the BGs, Whitney Houston, Joe Walsh, Andy Gibb, plays on the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack. Uh, I mean, just Streets of Fire, just you know, just crazy. Um, and a couple of one of the other guys goes on to play with Three Dog Night, Steppenwolf, Alice Cooper. So a lot of music background for these guys that you didn't. I mean, that you never really heard of, right? As as a group, except yes, for indeed. that one song. Yes, indeed. Um. There were two songs that came out in 1970 that have become, because of their ability to, to be okay during the test of time, these songs are 50 years old, and they're still two of the most beloved one-hit wonders of all time. One is the Ides of March and Vehicle, I'm the friendly stranger in the black sedan. Once you hop inside my car, uh, and the other from the same year, probably the most distinctive intro of most songs. Although Ides of March was very distinctive, also. Norman Greenbaum and Spirit in the Sky. And that might be at my number one terrible tune. Is that right? I cannot stand a song. <laughs> oh but, my! But there, there are kind yes. of one hit wonders from the same year. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Danny, your uh, your thoughts? Any more one hits you want to share with us? I heard this song on a late night infomercial a long time ago. I I don't know why I liked it, but I did. Bernie Higgins, Key Largo. Oh my God! Now Jay is going to say it's a terrible tune. I, I actually like the song. I have played that on Terrible Tune Tuesday. It's, I have. It's, it's so damn catchy. I don't know why I liked it, but I did. It's just so catchy, and I did. I, I'm I can't, a take, I can't take you anywhere. 
I like the song. It's like Bogey and McCall, man. How can you not like Bogey and McCall? And no one probably, most of the country never knew what Key Largo was until they heard the song. And, and as a matter of fact, we were hoping to never know what it was about because we had to listen to that song. God, that's horrible. Danny, I love that pick. Oh, geez. your best pick of the night, my brother. Oh, man. Now, uh, it's not on it's not on the 10 terrible tunes I wrote now, but it's terrible tune. Oh, it is not. Stop it. I might even set the I'm 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 gonna uh, oh 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 all right. I'm gonna give you all a couple more that just kind of quickly go through that uh, I'm not because I'm not gonna go through them all uh with 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 the info or anything, but um it, which again was a little shocking to me because I'm a huge uh fan of this band, but then Lizzie's the boys are back in town. Uh great song. Modern English, I Met With You, which is which is really their only thing that I can listen to. Uh, the Verb, Bittersweet Symphony. Ooh, good song. Uh, good. Elvin Bishop's Fooled Around and Fell in Love uh, are kind of my, my the end of my list here. But we'll, we'll you know, they may pop up with, with when we discuss, if we find a uh, 10 terrible tunes or something that we do or something like that. So, you know, it's interesting. You brought up Modern English. They were, that was one of the songs. Remember when the early 80s started, music started to get away from Led Zeppelin and ACDC and a lot of the, the modal rock songs and got in, it was almost like a second British invasion. Modern English is one of those songs and one that I wrote down was one of the first hit records that when I was working at K94, KSMB, People would call and say, what is that crap you're playing? Because it didn't have a whole bunch of guitars in it. And that's Soft Cell, Tainted Love. That, you know, I almost put it on there, but I, I'm going like, okay. Because I, I think it's it, it, Soft Cell. Uh, in, in, but 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 you're right. And my comment here is Second English Invasion. <laughs> you know, and and, and um, Soft Cell, there were two versions of the song. Yes. One of them morphed into the Supremes, Where Did Our Love Go? Yes. I said, my God, this is great and stuff. Then, and then the dance version was like eight minutes long. Well, so as a, it was. as a DJ in a club, you're loving this. You know, you can go pee, you can get a beer, you can get a shot. I mean, it's going like, oh, man. Sorry, Danny. You're, 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 anything else you want before we move on to Danny J? Any, no, I, I, you know, when, when, when we're done, I want to share some of the other stuff. I, because okay. look, the next time we do this, I can have 30 different songs. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, there, and, and you I, know, I, I was talking about what I was doing on my Facebook page. I recently did 365 one hit wonders and I put one up on every day of the year. I, I, Next time, I think we got to kind of break it down to 70s, 80s, and 90s or something we like probably that. probably do. Because there's, or I the, didn't or, realize how many of them there were. Or 2018. I think it was 2018. What? Gonna take my horse to the old town road. <laughs> look, look, there are a lot of people that still to this day think that 16 weeks yeah. at number one. Okay. 16. Well, yeah. Now it can't I, be I, any worse. I have it down on the love it or hate it list. Okay. Yes. It can't be any worse than Debbie Boone's "You Light Up My Life," which almost made my ten terrible tunes. So, Not quite. I kind of had that for the next time. Danny, final thoughts on music before we have our final thoughts on whiskey. 
I'll throw it way back for one more. I'll go way back. Earth Angel by the Penguins. Earth. Oh, Earth, Earth Angel. Earth Look Angel. at you dropping knowledge on. Will you be mine? Wait, the only... that's, a, that's the fifties, dude. Uh huh. I mean, nice. When Thank you... my grandparents for that one. When 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 you mentioned uh, in Back to the Future, Earth Angel on Angel, I was thinking. Uh, 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 what is it? Alan O'Day's Undercover Angel. Oh, God. <laughs> Talk about played on Terrible Tune Tuesday. Along with, uh, what was the other one? Heaven on the Seventh Floor? Oh, big time Terrible Tune. So, Nicholas was that guy's and, and there is something else that I wanted to bring up. And I'm debating whether to bring it up because you can almost, on this one song in the groups that are associated with, you could probably do 30 minutes just on the th- on those three four people in the in the associated acts it's kind of like buffalo springfield if you branched out from there i think you've got to me buffalo springfield the most influential american group and you've got uh uh the paul butterfield blues band in in england that kind of branched out from there so it, it's just uh but let, let's move on to whiskey which most of the most people are probably going like what these guys have no, really I'm here to tell you that the people that are listening are loving this discussion. Here. So, um, guys, your final thoughts in? I know uh, you, you both kind of said that, well, I'm not going to speak for you. Uh, Danny, your thoughts on the three of them? One, two, three for me. Just the order we did it. Or seven, eight, nine, I guess. One, two, three. Jay? Two, one, three. Two, one, three. Uh, I'm... I'm I love them all. I like drinking. <laughs> no, probably one, two, three for me as well. Um, I find three somewhere taste-wise, though. I find three in the middle of one and two. And uh, we'll go ahead and uh, share my screen. So Danny can see what we're drinking. So all of these are rabbit hole uh, whiskey. Okay. Uh, the first one is a high rye small batch, which consists of 70% corn, 25% malted rye, and 5% malted barley. So the interesting part of their... I bought a, I bought a bottle of this and I liked it. Yeah. yeah. So that is, uh, yes, number seven or number one. The thing that that's interesting is that the rye is malted, which which I need to get into that a little bit more. Which malted usually is the barley, which is uh, basically what scotch is made out of. But rabbit hole high gold. Um, when I had to make a choice and buy just one, when I was on the the, the bourbon tour, yep, um, I went ahead and went with the high gold, and I was not sorry that I did. I didn't realize that was the rye. I, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have known that. It's a high rye. It's not a rye. It's a high rye. Oh, there's a difference. Yes. So it means it, it, it's 70% corn, which makes it a bourbon, and then 24% rye, malted rye, and the rest was malted barley. So it's a three-grain uh, three uh, bourbon. Okay. Now, this one is interesting, uh, only due to the fact because it's very – this is a four-grain it's a uh, Kentucky straight bourbon, uh, but the four grain here is, uh, which does not give me the, the breakdown on, but it, it's the early 
uh, rabbit hole bourbon, which is only aged two years. If you find it now, out later, and that's why you guys on 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 number two that you felt it was very lighter. It's only a two year old bourbon. Ah, got it. Okay, so much much lighter. And our final one was the rabbit hole rye. It's a straight rye, which means, uh, but it's a small batch, 95% rye, 5% malted barley. So again, uh, I believe a four-year-old or at least a four-year-old, uh, but all of them are, are the uh, rabbit hole uh, brand there. So um, it's not a, for me, it's not necessarily, now I, I do have a, a sherry cast finish and a couple other ones. To me, it's not a must-have when I see it. I've got my bottles. When they're finished, I will replenish them. But it's not something I'm going out to look at until they get something new. There you go. Uh, Jay, any thoughts? Any final thoughts? Um, you know, The, fir the first one, I thought I recognized it when I tasted it. And, you know, I mentioned it was a, a lower proof than the, of the three, it's it's probably the most sit and sippable. Is, is that, does that make any sense at all? Yes. Um, of, of the three, the, you know, the number two, the one I liked, I don't know that I drink a whole bottle of it, but, you know, for a drink, I liked it an awful lot. Yeah, all, all are 95 proofs. So, I mean, they're all the same proof. It's just how they're finished and how their uh, grain pattern there. Danny, final thoughts? As much as I like rye, I'm, su I'm surprised it was my third choice. On, on the flip side of that, I have, I'm not usually a big rye person, and that would make sense, which why I thought three was my least favorite. Not that it was bad, but I'm, I'm not a huge rye person. All, all of them, to me, uh, I struggle with the malted barley part of it because it gives it, if you, if you look at even uh, Japanese whiskey is basically scotch. Isn't that a Chris Stapleton song? Yes, Japanese whiskey. Japanese whiskey? Yes. <laughs> and I can tell you, a lot of the girls I dated are as smooth as Japanese whiskey. <clears throat> and... Uh, we won't go there. Are they? I, or I should say, they're as bitter as Japanese whiskey. <laughs> All right. All right, Daddy. Uh, I just want to look at my list one more time, make sure I didn't, you know. You know, it's funny because we, we brought up two Irish singers here, and we did some of it. And you could do a one-hit wonder with the, with the British invasion, too. I mean, just looking at the different – I just think it's, it's, it's uh, again, you know, Phil Lott is considered the first black Irishman to achieve commercial success in rock and roll. His dad was from a uh, uh, British Guyana. So, uh, but Guyana. It, well, it's gonorrhea or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Stop. I've had enough to drink. I can, I can say those things, but no, I, I just, I really enjoyed Thin Lizzy and it's just. Thin yeah. Lizzy is great band. Died of hepatitis because of a uh, heroin addiction. Ah. Unfortunately. Yeah. So we, right. and we could get into the darker side of, you know, roll. nine of the 10 songs that I had in my top songs we have mentioned tonight. And it's interesting because 
I did a, a long podcast with Coach Bob Marlin yesterday, and then we just we just published it uh, yesterday afternoon. We talked a lot about um, about his wife, you know, because they started dating about four months after he became the head coach here. And I remember uh, going to a, a going to a, foot, a football game, and it was before he coached his first game. But he 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 walks up and he's holding hands with this gorgeous blonde woman. And I said, "Holy cow, Marlon! You got one about twenty years younger than you. Good for you." You said that out loud. No, I okay. Well, I was said it to myself, and I told Coach Marlon that yesterday, and we we both had a good laugh because his wife Jenny is just a couple of years young. Right, she looks twenty years younger. Yes, but uh, is just a, a. She really, really needs to change her number to eight six seven five three zero nine. Okay, because now now you have the you you have and the, I left the, that song off my the, list. The perfect was... one hit one. Oh, my goodness. Danny, remind me to tell you the story of uh, Bill Walton and Jenny Marlin when we, after we sign off. Oklahoma! Okay. Danny, any last thoughts on the music or the whiskey or the football that we talked tonight? Thank you so much, as always. Appreciate it. Yeah, I I'm, I'm hope Thursday is going to be fun. I hope it's a lot more fun than just being able to say it's a Thursday home game because – this could, this could be really big for the program and getting Georgia Southern back on track. I know State thinks that they're on to something, but I, I think that this could be a really good thing, and I hope everybody gets a chance to see it. What I like is that both of these programs think they're on to something. You know, right. you know, last year was the first year with Clay Helton, and you managed to make it to a bowl game, and, and you've got bigger fish to fry this time around. Georgia State's got the best record in school history uh, I wouldn't, you know, I I'll get to watch it Thursday night, and I'm grateful for that. But man, I I, I wouldn't mind being at Paulson uh, Thursday night to see it in person. Danny, I just noticed something. Do you see the little bottle that's in the the corner of the picture? That's the bottle. Those. So I numbered them all. It's a the, funnel. Yep. Yeah, no, there's a bottle, and the funnel's on top of it. But I, I just noticed that the bottle is in the picture. I sent Danny 30 bottles of whiskey, I think, uh, one-ounce bottles of whiskey, and, and we're essentially drinking one-ounce pours too, not to leave Danny on his own. But I don't think we could do more than three in a night because uh, if we we get real, we'd get stupider than we already are, if that's a word. Is stupider a word? We'll have to save that for if we're ever all in person again. I don't think I come to Lafayette this year, though. Well, we'll be uh, – God willing, we'll all be in uh we'll all be in uh Montgomery for baseball. There it is. So um Danny, thank you so much as always. Always appreciate your time. Absolutely. Uh, Jay, appreciate you because I kind of have to put up with you now. Well, you do. And and um it's 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 good for you. It's made you a better person. All right. Now it's time to sign off. Jay's been drinking. Uh for we're talking. Greg Malonsaw, Danny Reed, and Jay Walker. We've been talking music and whiskey.
Any redistribution or reproduction of any part or all of the contents in any form is prohibited, except, ah, uh, who the hell are we kidding? Distribute it, share it, put it in your podcast, broadcast it, or put it on social media. Just give credit where credit's due.